Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound is episode 414 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. We are coming right through 2022. Big underscore Bane, we're back in the studio. We're making it happen, Breaker. Well, we had a couple of uh, episodes drop, but they were kind of pre-recorded, so it's kind of we're kind of at a fresh start, right? Yeah, fresh, fresh start. You know, fresh coat of paint. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's the right you know analogy, but we are here, my friend. And because it has uh, been a couple of weeks since we've talked, we have a lot of uh, a lot of wrestling talk this week, man. Yes, we do a lot. Before we dive into that, though, it is cold as crap outside right now. It's it. It's it's my season. This is this is the season I you're, thrive you're all in. Bundled up though. This is the season I thrive in. I'm like a uh, like a like a polar bear. You know, I could just live live in the Antarctic. It's too cold for me. Heck I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the cold. Heck no. Because Here, here's the thing: you can always put more clothes on. There's only so many that you can take off. Oh, that's true. I can't walk around in the summertime butt ass naked, and I don't think anybody wants to see that. Well, I mean, you can. You shouldn't. Let's be fair. Well, yeah, you 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 can. But there are repercussions for walking around naked, yes. you know, like a sex offender. I'd be doing the sex offender shuffle if I was walking around naked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Did you just name the episode? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just one of those things. I can always put on an extra layer if I need to. I, I got I got some gloves I can put on if I'm super cold. I you know I got a face shield I can put on if I'm if my face is cold. Earmuffs, you know. I mean, you can bundle up in the winter time. That is true. I just I hate I hate it. Plus, there's nothing like the uh, the the taste of a of a nice hot cup of cocoa, just with marshmallow marshmallows on top. Sure, just sip, sipping it down, just on a on a nice nice cold day by the fireplace. You hear the crackling of the wood, and uh, you know you're in a nice turtleneck, maybe with a winter pattern. I will never wear a turtleneck <laughs> as long as I live. I had to wear them in baseball because that was kind of the thing. You wear a turtleneck. Oh, God, I hated it. Oh, yeah. That's no, the I worst. I can't wear That's the worst article of clothing ever. I can't wear turtlenecks. They are warm, but, like, I can't. 
I don't like something on my neck like that. It's too, I'm claustrophobic. Yeah, it, like just, well, and also too, like the head hole is like really small. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to try to get your head through it. Uh, it. And this is one of those things where like, sometimes I get jealous of women's clothing because they have turtlenecks, but those are like loose fitting. You know what I mean? Have you sure. seen those? And it's like, to be fair, there's no reason why be, you can't get you a loose fitting turtleneck. If it was more sociable, acceptable, there's probably a lot of women's clothing. I'd be like, yeah, I'd wear that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm Again, just there's saying. no reason why you can't wear women's if clothing. If it was man. more socially acceptable, there is a lot of women's clothing. I'm like, that looks comfortable as shit. Like Michael Scott, he wore women's clothing at least twice. Right, at least. <laughs> and so I mean I, I think of I think of leggings. I'm like, damn. Like, like some yoga pants? Some of them, yeah. They got those like fleece lining in them. I'm like, that looks comfortable as shit. I'm just saying, if you if you came here tomorrow or next week with some leggings and some like Ugg boots. I ain't judging you. You ain't judging me? No. I'm just saying. Now now the cat's out of the bag. Fuck it. I might do it. Get you a man's bag, you know, a, a nice sweater, like a cashmere sweater. And, you know, technically they make leggings for men. They just call them compression pants. Well, that's true. Those are leggings. Don't Guys out there, don't kid yourself. Those are leggings. Well, I think the difference is I don't do guys. They usually wear the shorts over them, right? Unless you're The Rock. I've seen The Rock just rocks them. It's The Rock, though. I mean. Compression pants when he's working out. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, get you some Ugg boots. You know, maybe. I don't uh, know if they make Ugg boots in my size. Do they even still make Ugg boots? I don't know. I just, I'm trying to think of, like. Feminine things to laugh I'm, at me I'm about. I'm not a fashionista. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's not that's not my deal. I think, but. I think Doc Martens are back in style for women. Good Lord. That's what the daughter wears anyway. She loves her Doc Martens. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, me and you have never, if we go back to high school, it wasn't like we were like, ooh, let's, what's fashionable, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll wear my Spider-Man shirt. You yeah. Know? That's yeah. fun. That's cool. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, wear what you want to wear. You be you, pal. You, you do you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we got, uh, we got a fair bit of wrestling talk this week, so what do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, Big underscore Bane, it's kind of hard to know where to start here. I guess we'll start at the top. Kyle O'Reilly yep. is all elite. He sure is. And I think everybody expected that. Not a shocker, right? Yeah. But um, super cool. Super happy to see it there. And um, I actually really like where they're going with this because now it's like Adam Cole's kind of pulled between two worlds. Yeah. You know, he's got the Young Bucks and he's got the Undisputed Era. I mean, it's pretty cool what they're doing with that story. It's still shocking to me that we see the Undisputed Era. And like even Tony Khan, we'll, we'll talk about him in a second. He said in a podcast, like that was like the main threat for NXT for a long time. Yeah. They are all three in AEW. How does this happen? Yeah, it's it's wild. It really is. Yeah, like very very shocking. But again, you called that a while back. You're like Kyle. Kyle's gone. Yeah, I mean, when I saw Bobby Fish show up, I was like, yeah. I mean, we're gonna see the undisputed era in AEW. I mean, it's just it's gonna happen because it just makes sense. And they're called Red Dragon again, which is fun. Yes, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's I think it's very interesting. But again, I go back to, um, we, we've talked about this a lot. This was kind of like the running theme of 2021. What is WWE doing, right? Yeah. Like that was kind of just this weird, like, what is happening here? Yeah. And it felt like every time, like, they would make a, a big release of, of a, several talents, it was kind of like a scratch in our heads. Like, really him? Really him? Yeah. 
and now basically all the NXT that we knew is gone, right? I, I mean, I feel like Champa's the last man standing. Even Regal's gone. Yeah. And all the a lot of the coaches, a lot of the staff members, it feels as though everything Triple H has done, they are trying to wipe from existence. Like mm-hmm. Thanos snapped and we're getting rid of it all. Yeah. Hell, more than Thanos snapped because he at least kept 50% of them. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a blip. This yeah. is like everybody's gone. Yeah. Um What are your thoughts here, man? Like at this point, you know, the it's all conspiracy theory, right? Like Sure, because we don't know. Cuz we don't know, but this is like alarming like what is happening to this company what are they doing i i don't know and and i know uh i know there are some uh people that you and i both follow that follow us that really enjoy the new nxt i don't i i I I haven't really watched i I, I can't say i watched new year's evil like not that there are aren't good matches it's just like i feel like i'm watching a completely new show and and, which i am right but like it this is this is not for me anymore NXT before, when I feel like when they first kind of got rolling with the network, what was fun about it is guys would become a star, then they would leave, and the next guy would kind of jump in, right? Yeah. So right when, like, you know, Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe are all leaving, here comes, you know, someone else. Right. Here comes the next guy. Bo- Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode's know. here. Nakamura's here. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like all these new people are showing up. We're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Like, this is a fun Place and I felt like they did a really good job of any time you got a maybe a tad bit bored with the product, mm-hmm. bam, they hit you with like we're doing more games. You're like holy shit, like yeah. like this is awesome. Yeah, and so it was always something fun happening. I don't feel like that. I feel like that's been missing for a bit. Mm-hmm. But even, now, even before Adam Cole left, yeah, you know it, it's kind of it had kind of died down, but you know it was still fun, right? And now it's like I mean. Champa is it? I mean, kind of last man standing there. Champa and Pete Dunn, I think, are the last two. But I mean, I, I just, I mean, Roddy's still there, but he he just lost the cruiserweight championship, which kind of leads me to believe that. Which on top of that, they got rid of the cruiserweight championship in right. that match. Yeah, it was like a it was like a unification, unification yeah. for for that in the North American. Which, uh, for the second time in WWE's legacy, they have destroyed that mm. championship and. I the only reason I get it is because about seventy five percent of that roster are cruiserweights, right? You know, so I kind of get it, but at the same time, like, it's such a good title, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's such a cool title, and so it just I, I it really disappointed me that they got rid of that title, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just a totally different show. I mean, with with so many guys that have left, I like. Nothing, to, nothing against uh, Braun Breaker, but like, I, I don't know. He's the only guy that I feel like there that has any kind of star value. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is just kind of like. And would he if he wasn't Steiner's kid? No, no. I mean, it, that, that's the only reason why is because he's got that lineage to him. He's fantastic in the ring already. For how I mean, I would assume he's green. I don't know, but like, yeah. uh, I mean, he's he does a lot of cool things, and he does a lot of throwbacks to his dad and his uncle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, uh, he finished the match with the bulldog off the middle rope and then hit him with the Steiner recliner. You know, I mean, that's a, that's a cool way to end the match, but he can't be the only one there with star value. Right. Cause then who's he wrestling? Well, I know recently they, the WWE signed a ton of collegiate athletes. Mm-hmm. I'm your thought. I, what's your thoughts on that? 
before I even say what I was going to say. It's WWE. That's what they're going to do. I mean, because that's what they've always done. Right. But that is such a long-term investment. Oh, yeah, big time. And, you know, like you look at that that Gable Stevenson, right? Mm -hmm. Olympic gold medalist. So he's got all like the Kurt Angle pedigree. I don't see him being the next Kurt Angle. I'm sorry. And granted, I have not seen him do anything, so it's hard to say, but I just don't see him being the next Kurt Angle. I don't. I mean, Kurt Angle, I felt like they literally captured lightning in a bottle with him. Yeah. They lucked out. Right. Is what they did. I mean, with Gable Stevenson, he's technically on Raw right now. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of jumping ahead. I bet he shows up in the rumble. That's my guess. Probably. That'll probably be his first in-ring thing. But like he, um, they had that day one pay-per-view and I want, I did watch a little bit of that because we'll get into it later uh, with Brock. But like, I was curious about that, but he was in the crowd during that. Like they, they mentioned that a couple of times. Like, well, we got Gable Stevenson in the crowd tonight. And it's like, mm-hmm an active member of your roster is just hanging out in the crowd right. watching the show. Right. Like that's weird. If they hadn't announced like publicly that he had signed, that would make more sense. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like the NXT guys in the crowd. Like that was kind of a trend, right? Right. And like, right. Matt Riddle's here. Hey, Bobby Roode's here, you know? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But yeah, like you've, you've already drafted him to raw. He right. hasn't done anything. You right. Know? Makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. It's really confusing. So again, I understand signing collegiate athletes as a long-term investment. Like maybe we can get some out of this person, but well, who's your star in the meantime? Right, yeah. exactly, because, I mean, and they need people that are good and experienced to work with yes, so that they can get better and get their reps in. Yeah. So, to me, that's that's what I don't understand, I guess. it's It seems like such a weird – it seems like whoever's making these decisions there, they're not making smart ones. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of lot of things that they are doing that is not really making a whole lot of sense, and I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll find their footing again, but for me, it's just not. It's not a good show right now. No. Speaking of uh, making good decisions, <laughs> Johnny Knoxville is officially going to be in the Royal Rumble. I mean, is this not a dream match for all of us? You know, seeing Johnny Knoxville in the ring. Of course. <laughs> so this is actually not the first time. Oh yeah. They, they were actually, I don't know if you know this, in, in 2007, they had planned for the entire Jackass crew to be involved in a match. Well, yeah, Steve-O and the other guy effed it up for him, right? Well, actually, no. Um, I, and I this makes more sense when I heard this. That Yeah, that did happen. But I guess Umaga, was, it was going to be like Umaga versus all the Jackass guys. Yeah. And they were going to go over, oddly enough. The Jackass guys were? But I mean, there's 10 of them, so I mean... I'm sure they were going to do. Oh, it's going to be all of them, not just the five stars or whatever. Well, that's what they said. I again, I don't know, oh. but one commercial aired actually, but then they pulled out, and the reason they pulled out was because of uh, uh, the Benoit tragedy. Tragedy oh. tragedy had just happened. That may, they yeah. felt it was bad press. Jackass pulls out because they think this is bad press, right? You know. Anyway, so I I don't hate celebrity involvement in wrestling if it's done in a, in a way that's entertaining and beneficial to both sides. Yep. This one's hard for me to wrap my head around a little bit. I, I, yeah. But I think he's got a movie coming out two weeks later. So I get why he's doing it. Sure. But it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know how you book this, but because he did a little angle with Sami Zayn, but my thought is like the only way you do this to where it's like entertaining Somehow Knoxville ends up in the ring by himself. Countdown clock hits, and the next person's Goldberg. Yeah. Spear. 
big throw and he lands on all the jackass guys. That's my thought, but right. I don't know. Like when you're firing all these people and then doing this, it's like, ugh, you know, or Omos. I could see well, yeah, yeah, Omos. Yeah. You know, that would make sense. Yeah, because it's usually like when you think about it. Like I, I, I go back to the Drew Carey. Like he was, Kane. he was in the ring. Kane came out. You know, or like if Great colleague was still there, right? Yeah, yeah. So overall, it's a very, uh, it's a unique idea. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't this be funnier if it was a surprise? I, I don't. I, I feel like I'd be pissed off. Honestly, if it but was it would a catch you off guard, though. it would absolutely catch me off guard. But then I'd be like, "What the hell are they doing? <laughs> well, are you kidding me?" Right, but I mean, so I actually enjoyed the Drew Carey spot. Oh, I did too. Yeah, yeah back yeah. when it aired. Yeah, uh, if you look at it for what it is, it is kind of funny. Yeah, because it's just like Drew Carey's in the Royal Rumble, yeah. like really. But and I mean, I know he didn't really do anything, but no. it's it's kind of one of those things, like really. Yeah, Drew Carey's in the Royal Rumble, and of course they did the spot with Kane and stuff like that. So. It was kind of funny, but this, I feel like in one instance, you can, you know, Knoxville is probably going to take a bump of some sort. Sure. So that's kind of entertaining, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure it's the best idea. Good on him, man. Dude's in his, what, 50s now? Yeah. I mean, good on him for having the balls to do it. I mean, he's already filmed Jackass Forever and he survived that. So I guess he's okay. Right. But geez, like this just doesn't seem like, I know when you mix celebrities, like you remember, and they had all those uh, guest hosts. Oh, yeah. There were some fun moments, but there was also a lot of like. A lot of bad moments. Yes. A lot of bad moments. Summerfest. I think we all remember that from Jeremy Piven. Remember that one? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, yeah. This guy memorizes scripts for a living. He can't remember SummerSlam. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so ridiculous. But yeah, Johnny Knoxville's in the Royal Rumble. My God. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of WWE, Brock Lesnar, you mentioned it earlier. He's the new WWE champion. I, they had a little bit of a snafu. He's supposed to, to wrestle Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. Roman come down, came down with COVID-19, um, pulled out of the show, and so they merged this, what I believe was a fatal four-way match yes. into a fatal five-way. Yeah. And Brock wins, kind of oddly enough. That was, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't find a whole lot of WWE intriguing anymore, but that was actually kind of a fun story. Because it started out, it was supposed to just be Big E versus Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Owens weaseled his way into it to make it a triple threat match. And Bobby Lashley weaseled his way into it, made it a fatal four-way. In the last minute, Brock Lesnar comes in with a fatal five-way. <laughs> it was like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like the first fun thing they've done in a while. And then, of course, Brock Lesnar wins. And uh, I don't know what the hell they're doing with this story. Like... I can, I can understand like having him be in the championship match, but like I don't get why you have him win unless that was the plan all along. But it obviously wasn't. Right. And so it I'm really confused as to what their plan is. Are they having gonna have him maybe like unify the belts with Roman? Like, I mean Well, I, I don't know because a lot of people are speculating they're gonna have him and Roman at WrestleMania, but I'm like, they wouldn't have booked that at day one. If, it's if, if that was going to be the main right. event of WrestleMania, I wouldn't think anyway. Right. So, I, yeah, I don't know. And so I guess a Royal Rumble, which this to me is like, I feel like this is a, a match that I can't believe has never happened. And it might just be because they legit never crossed paths, but Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I think it's great. I think that's probably like, that's the first big money match I feel like WWE has had in a long time. I agree. And um, I'm actually really excited to watch that. 
but I, I don't. Where do they go from there? Is it going to be Brock versus Roman for both titles at WrestleMania? I mean, to me that that sounds like your main event. But I I was also holding out hope that we'd see the Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. Right. I mean, I feel like if the Rock's going to come back, that's the moment. Yeah. But I mean, there's been no inkling that that was going to happen. Well, except for Survivor Series. You know what I mean? When they spent the entire night I mean, talking about it. Let's be honest. The Rock could win the Royal Rumble. That's not out of the question. He very well could. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if that's the route they went. Yeah. Right. Like as a surprise. Yeah. And you know, I, I've always, I've always kind of been of the belief if they have a pretty good surprise, that's when they're not worried about. Yeah. Okay. We'll have, we'll announce Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. You know, we'll, or whatever it might be, because um, if they have a good, like edge is a great surprise. Yeah. Christian was a really good surprise last year, even though he didn't end up staying with the AEW. But it's it's kind of cool when they have those like really fun like whoa moments in the Rumble. But there have also been those years where there's been no surprises. There has where they have legit announced all thirty men, and it's those are really disappointing. Or they don't announce everybody, and they still don't have a surprise. That's like oh Apollo Cruz, he wouldn't announce, but he's in it, right? Yeah, and so I kind of wonder if that's like if things fall through, you know? It could be like he's the he's the backup plan, right? You know, um, any. We always go through this every year. Any idea for surprises you think might might happen this year? I, I mean, we already mentioned it. I'm still holding out hope for The Rock. Um, but there's really nobody just because they've let go of so many people. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, that's the thing. They could have a lot of surprises. Well, they absolutely could. Because, I, mean, I mean, Braun and Bray Wyatt are not out right, of the equation. Right. There could be way more uh, Mickey James-type situations. What about a Ronda Rousey? That could happen now. Oof, now that would be cool. And see, that's the thing is I feel like there's probably more surprises on the women's side than there are men's. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Fiend could come back. You know what I mean? But then again, you know, again, we'll get into that here in a minute. But um, he could be going to AEW too. Mm-hmm. And so it, I don't know. Um, but I mean, with WWE being the culture that it is right now, I could be wrong here. But if I were a guy that they just let go and now they're like, hey, we want to bring you back, I'd be nervous to resign. I, would, for, for, I wouldn't resign. Well, I mean, right. But I mean, I'd do a one shot like Mickey James is doing. Sure. But I wouldn't. Nope. I wouldn't resign. And uh, yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot that they they would have to, I think, kind of redirect before they, like, anyone was like comfortable, like, yeah, okay, I'll come in again. But yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, Ronda Rousey, I feel like, is. If she does return, that would be the time for it to happen. Yeah. I would think. Um, I mean, you know, at the same time, the whole company's kind of shifting. Like, could this be like when we see Kane Velasquez come back or somebody? Oh, like God. That. I mean, I'm not saying that that's what I want to happen, but I'm, could it? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I know in the past there's been talks of Conor McGregor wanting to do some stuff. I don't see him being a huge draw on WWE. Oh, no, he wouldn't be. But I mean, he's his his fame has kind of dwindled down a little bit, big time. Um, but um, Jake Jake Paul, Logan Paul, either one of those guys. Logan Paul is probably more likely because he's already been there. Um, Bad Bunny could come back. Boy, you're really selling me some gold here, Bane. <laughs> That's legit. The only people I can think of. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, I you're right though. I can't think of any. Because that's that's been the trend. They've released a bunch of wrestlers so they can bring in celebrities. Mm-hmm. And so those are the only people I can think of that, that would show up. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody that would actually be like, oh, because when you think about it, 
they've kind of always had in their back pocket the Mark Henrys, the Canes, the the big shows. A lot of, I mean, Big Show and Mark Henry are gone. They're yeah. not there anymore. Yeah, they can't so, bring them in. I mean, they could do Kane. Kane, but is that really, is that, I mean, technically that's a surprise, but it's not really a surprise. Yeah, because he, he does so much with the company. I think he was still. in last year's. Yeah, he does so much with the company still that it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. You know, uh, what about Rhino? I mean, I don't know. What's right? He's in Impact right now. Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, with, with Mickey, Jenks, Mickey James, excuse me, coming in, nothing's off the table. Right. Um, I, so it's hard to say, but I don't know. It kind of makes you wonder, like, which which direction they want to go in with that. I mean, I don't see anyone from AEW showing up. I don't see them crossing that bridge just yet. Um, that would be cool, though. It would be cool. Imagine a Kenny Omega showing up in there. All right. Or uh, Cody. Yeah. You know, like Jericho. Like yeah. Jericho would be huge, I think. Yeah, Jericho showing up would be amazing. Um, a new Japan guy would be interesting. But again, yep. I wonder if WWE looks at that as like, is this good for us? Right. You know, and, and keep in mind, this is the first rumble back with a crowd. Yeah. Because last year was a Thunderdome rumble. Was it really? It was. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Because I remember when Christian. Two years ago was the one where Brock Lesnar was champion, wasn't it? Right. And he was in the whole time and drew one. I can't believe that's already been two years. That's right. crazy. Isn't it crazy? Well, so last year. Was the Thunderdome one, Edge one, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when Christian came out. And I remember thinking, like, man, if this had been a live crowd, that pop would have been huge. Yeah. Do you think they run that back with Edge winning? Edge winning again? Yeah. No. You don't think so? No. That being said, I don't know who wins this year. I don't either, because there's not unless it's a surprise. And that, that's the thing is, there's not really anybody lined up to win. You know, I feel like every year there's been like a story build up to where it's like, yeah, this guy's gonna win it. If they were going to run Brock and Lashley at WrestleMania, I could see Lashley winning. Yep. Um, Roman and The Rock, That I mean, I could see The Rock winning. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot of guys lined up to be the guy. I mean, I guess you could say Kevin Owens. But. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when Drew won, I wasn't really expecting him either. See, I was, but I was also watching pretty frequently when, when yeah. he was in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, every year it, it doesn't ever feel like it's like, oh man, that totally makes sense. It's just kind of like, yeah, hey, Randy Orton won this year, okay. Yeah, you know, Seth Rollins won this year, okay. I get that, you know. Well, and and I feel like the last last time where it was like super super obvious was when like it was Stone Cold and stuff like that. You know, sure. I mean, you kind of for the most part now it's kind of like a guess, but I mean, well, I but, I still think it benefits them more to have like an actual surprise winner. So every January, I like to rewatch all the Rumble matches, mm-hmm. which I will say is not as easy on Peacock because you have to fast forward. Yes, that, it's terrible. I miss you, WWE Network. Rest yep. in peace. Yep. But I was watching the 2017 Rumble, mm-hmm. and I think it was like the first 12 or some so guys, only one of them was still with the company. Yeah, I saw you post that on Twitter. That's crazy. Yeah. And you know who it was? Who? Sami Zayn. I'll be damned. But it was like Jericho... Uh, Kalisto, Big Cass, Mojo, uh, Jack Gallagher, Mark Henry. Wow. Um, There's a few others. James Ellsworth was in there. Oh God. Um, well, Corbin came out. He was he's still with the company. But I mean, it was like it was very very few that were like still actively with the company. Yeah. It was crazy to, to think like that wasn't that long ago. You know. Yeah. All these guys are basically gone now. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's wild. But I I, I still like. I still think that WWE would do good if they, especially right now, it would benefit them really well if they had somebody where it was actually a surprise, mm-hmm. not somebody that they like, you know, showcase as a main eventer who just isn't a champion. 
Like if it was like a mid card guy that they believed in, like, and they allowed him to actually win. I really liked Bianca Belair winning. Yeah. Because I didn't think she was like a shoe in to win. No. Well, she was pretty fresh on the main roster. Yeah. And so I thought that was pretty awesome. And so stuff like that is what they need to do. And I think if they could do that on the men's side, that would be great too. Well, because they came down to her and Rhea Ripley and you're kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. It's going to be Rhea. It could, well, it could be either. Well, I mean, when I saw it, I thought it was going to be Rhea because Vince loves his blonde, blonde girls. You know what I mean? And, and on top of that, like she's jacked, she's really good, you know, but Bianca winning, I mean, that was fantastic. Speaking of the women's side, um, someone who probably won't be in the Royal Rumble is Tony Storm. Asked yeah. for her release. What are your What are your thoughts on that, man? You know, I, her main roster run wasn't that well, wasn't that good. Um, mm. Nothing against her. I, I love Tony Storm. I think she's going to flourish wherever she goes. But they just didn't do right by her on the main roster. And she seemed like somebody I thought would do very well, though. Yeah, because she's got she's got a great look. I mean, she's. Pretty solid in the ring. I mean, I, I don't see why. I mean, and they obviously need a strong women's division, and they've cut a lot of them. So I don't know why you'd get rid of her, uh, not treat her well enough to want have her want to stay. Yeah. I guess is the right way to phrase that. So I, I don't know. It's kind of sucks, but at the same time, you know, good on her. Go somewhere where you're treated better. Um, I don't – I assume she's had her baby. Lacey Evans could be coming back. Oh, I forget about Lacey Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like Lacey Evans. Yeah. She's a good heel. You know, that's another thing, too, I've realized with the women's rumbles. That first year, they had so many surprises. I feel like they didn't have 30 women. (laughs) Well, I feel like they've ran, like, I think they announced Kelly Kelly for this one. Hasn't she been in, like, two others already? Yeah. They announced Lita. I know she's been in at least one other. Uh They announced someone else. Mickey James, of course, they announced Michelle McCool. Okay. And the Bella Twins. Okay. They've all been in rumbles before yeah. as surprises. So it's not really like it's not a big deal. Only one I feel like they could actually a Lundra Blaze would be a good surprise. Yeah, has she been in one? She has not. She was actually in that evolution pay per view battle royal. Was. That's what it was. But that's the only thing. She's never been in a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um like they've had Molly Holly in a couple. One of them she was Mighty Molly. That was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Um I think Gail Kim would be fun. Ooh, yeah. I don't think uh, she's she's pretty anti WWE now these she days. She is. She is. Jazz would be interesting. Jazz would be awesome because she's all bald and super jacked now. Yeah, Victoria was in last year. Yeah. Um, but again, they don't have a lot of like women to go back with, right? Yeah, they really don't. Um, I mean, it's a, I don't know because there wasn't a whole lot of women. I think of when Alundra Blaze was champion. I mean, it was pretty much just her. Mm, Bull Nakano and Luna. Right. Right, yeah, and so and Luna's obviously passed. I mean, Bull Nakano. I mean, she. I don't even think she wrestles anymore, does she? She does not look like Bull Nakano. No, she looks like a sweetheart lady now. Yes, and doesn't look scary at all. Right. So yeah, it would be, it would be tough. Like I mean, I guess Stephanie McMahon might be an interesting one. God, she might have to lace up the boots. She might. I don't see that happening, but that would be one. They've yeah. done. They've had Trish before, so it's it's one of those things like. Okay, where do you go with surprises here? Yeah. I mean, Rousey would be, obviously, I think, a, a the most likely. What about Terry Reynolds? <laughs> Sable? Sable. I mean, Brock's already coming, so might as yeah. well. I Dude, it, if Sable showed up, that would honestly probably be the biggest thing of the night. I oh, think that, I think that sure. would top the rock. Yeah. 
For the women's side? Yeah. I don't, yeah, because like, everyone's like, oh my God. Because she yeah. hasn't made an appearance since she left, has she? Like 03, probably 04. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be incredible. And keep in mind, though, they're going to want these women to look like they look, like they looked then as much as possible. And I don't know, I'm not saying that she does. I don't know. I, I can't imagine she's out of shape. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would imagine she, I mean, obviously, I think she's had kids since then, but like, I mean, I imagine she, for the most part, probably still looks just as good. Yeah, they could do Sunny. God, would they want to go down that route? I, I wouldn't imagine they would. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a possibility. Uh, Santino Morello might come back as Santina. He's done that once already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he has. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Beth Phoenix. And she's been in a couple. Yeah. You know, so it's, again, like Eve Torres. But, I mean, it's like is that even like a a big thing? Oh, my God. No. Eve Torres mm, is back. Melina. Like, Right, I mean, I don't think it's the women. They, I feel like back in the day, they cycled through them like so quickly that it's none of them really. And they also didn't really give them a run, right? right? Even Beth Phoenix, who's one of the best women's wrestlers of her generation, she didn't have like a ton of like big moments. I didn't feel like probably what will happen is like ninety percent of the NXT's women's roster will be in there, probably because yeah. I, I, I feel like I can count on both hands how many women the the main roster has right now, and they've gotten rid of a lot. Yeah. Um, in the last last couple of years, so yeah, it'll be it'll definitely be interesting. Um, but uh, again, it is kind of fun that these Royal Rumble pay per views have two Rumble matches now. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's it's uh, double the fun, double the surprises. I dig it for sure. Now, uh, so back to Mickey James. Obviously, you mentioned earlier, it's a smart move for WWE because they basically can bring her in for a one shot. Yeah, probably not have to actually sign her, but it's like a. Whoa, Mickey James is here. Yeah. I, I feel like that's wasting a huge surprise. Yes. If that would have been a surprise. She came out with the Impact Women's title. It's like, oh, my God. Which that's another thing. Does she? Will they allow that? She said she is. Okay. Hell, yeah. Now, that's, that might be the when they get there. Like, eh, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, Same time, she's not under a contract. Right. So she can technically do what she wants. I mean. Unless they just force it off of her. Power's kind of in her. She has a lot more power in this. In this, she yes. doesn't work there. This is a right. one night only thing, right? I mean, she's probably under a, a deal for the night. Yeah, but if that was part of the agreement, that's part of the agreement. Do it. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I I think that's that's awesome. On I do end. too because that really puts over impact. It does. Um, with that being said, that kind of opens the floodgates for impact. You know what I mean? Like, so could we see maybe the Iconics show back up in the Women's Royal Rumble? Possible. Um, trying to think who all else is over there. I mean, we got Matt Cardona over there. You know what I mean? Brian Myers, could they show up in the men's? Or the Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, yeah, Gallows and Anderson. Would they, though? Do you think they would? That's the thing is I don't think the pot's sweet enough on their end to want to do that. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, but if I were a person that was released. Because they were the, released under bad terms, too. That was before, like, the main hits, wasn't it? No, it was. They were in the main hits. Oh, were they? Yeah. They were, the, like, right after WrestleMania, the, the empty arena mania. Because remember, it, they were in that Undertaker right. yeah. match. Because I, I know AJ Styles was pretty upset with Heyman about that. Well, and if I remember right, Gallows and Anderson, the rumor was that they were actually going to be on the first AEW Dynamite. And they, yeah. I think, were actually going to be in the inner circle, or what became oh, okay. the inner circle. They were going to be the San, Santana and Ortiz spots. Okay, I'm kind of glad they weren't. Well, apparently, I guess they actually had some a little bit of heat with Jericho over this. Really? Because apparently they kind of like verbally agreed, which, I mean, you can't legally verbally agree because right. you're still under a deal, but then WWE countered with big money, and so they took it. Yeah. And I don't blame them. 
you know, if they if someone's offering you big money, it's kind of hard to turn that down. Yeah. Even if you're not happy, it's like, well, at least it's good money, yeah. you know. And and then of course, you know, a year later they let them go anyway. Sure. Probably because they were making big money. Yeah. And not really being featured that well. So, do they go back now? It's hard to say. If it's one night only and it's big money, I. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one night only for a big paycheck. I mean, not a bad idea. Now, now here's where it gets interesting. Let's say Cardona gets offered to show up in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Like, we want you to be Zack Ryder. I'd be like, no. Yeah. I'm Matt Cardona. That, yeah. that's, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, especially as a one-shot. I'd be like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going by my name. because I'm gonna, wearing I'm wearing my gear. Yeah, you're going to put me over the way I want. I'd be coming out with the Major Wrestling Figure podcast title. I yep. mean, truth be told, yep. like, I would be as anti-WWE as possible if that's yeah. what, if they're the ones that reach out to because they want that to happen yeah and I don't know if he's been contacted I don't uh, just speculation but yeah I mean I I feel like they'd be dumb not to I mean honestly if if they're if they're trying to reach out to people for this you know rumble like I, I feel like they'd be dumb not to pick him because yeah. he's made a lot of success outside of WWE right exactly uh, so but we'll see what happens uh Tony Khan says said on a podcast because they they asked him basically like we expect more signings he said well expect a dream signing i mean that that probably isn't johnny gargano that's probably bray wyatt don't you think yeah um not but i think gargano's probably showing up but i don't oh, think gargano's that, totally showing up yeah. but i don't think that's who they're talking about um it dude i don't know i feel like in the past tony khan has kind of disappointed before you know what i mean um so may it and maybe for him, Gargano is a dream signing. But I feel like The Fiend is probably the way to go for that. That seems like the, the most logical mm-hmm. without saying too much. Like, cause, I mean, like who else would be like that? Yeah. I mean, Keith Lee would be big. I don't yeah. think he's a dream signing. Yeah. In my opinion. Same with Killer Cross. I could see any of those guys showing up. I see Killer Cross and Scarlett showing up. And my, my whole thing is, though, what... What I feel like I say this every time we talk about somebody coming to AEW. What the hell do you do with them? Where does he fit in? Well, there's been a lot of um, issue lately. Like people were, I guess, because the Lucha Brothers, or not the Lucha Brothers, the Jurassic Express yeah. just won the tag titles, which we'll talk about Ray Phoenix here in a second because that was nasty. Some people were upset because Christian Cage was with them, not Marco Stunt. Yeah. Apparently Marco Stunt's hurt. But people are kind of wondering, like, are they going to, like... They're gonna start like letting go of, like Marco Stunt, Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss. People they're gonna have to. They're not really doing anything, right? They're like, gonna have to. I mean, a they're probably not making as much money, but right. when you start getting down to it, like, like with TNA, like I remember they had some good talent, but when they started getting big names, those those quote unquote homegrown guys, with the exception of the ones that were like really good, like AJ and mm-hmm. you know James Storm and Bobby Roode and guys like that, Christopher Daniels. They all, a lot of them kind of got pushed to the side. Yeah. I mean, that's just it's just the way it is, right? So what's the nature of the business? And the thing is, is like, hell, you're getting to a point. There's only so many slots on dark. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, not just not just dynamite or rampage. There's only so many slots on dark. I mean, they can only have, what, 12 to 15 matches or whatever. I mean, that's it sounds like a lot. But when you factor in the fact that they got 100 plus talent, it's like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so, I mean, it just, I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to have to get rid of some of these lower tiered talent. But at the same time, like, and Tony Khan's a billionaire. 
right? Right. Dude's got money to play with. But when I when if I'm thinking about my roster, I'm like, okay, I would think I would rather have a few big names that I have to spend a lot of money on and then have like some that I spend like a little less money on and then have a bunch of people that I don't really spend a whole lot of money on and then just build them up. Mm-hmm. Sure. That to me makes more sense versus having just this star studded cast where I'm just spending more money than I'm making. Well, and he's mixing it up, right? I mean, because it would have been very easy for punk and Danielson to be a feud. Yeah. He's got Danielson working with page where he was, and now yeah. he's got punk doing stuff with MJF. So he's building home. I call page homegrown. He's not really, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like for, from a national television audience, American. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. is. Um, so he's, I feel like they're trying to build up their own stars. They're trying to build up Darby. They're trying to build up. They are, but those MJF. are also probably the highest paid homegrown stars too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously you're not going to see punk and sunny kiss go at it. You know right. what I mean? Have a feud, but like, I feel like it would be more beneficial in the long run to showcase these people more because of the fact that like CM Punk's probably on his last run right now. I mean, he looks pretty healthy, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's in his forties. He's getting up there in age. So like, I mean, not to say he doesn't have a good 10 years left in him, but like this is his last stop. I would almost guarantee this. Is, yeah. This is probably his last good run. And so well, well, not to catch up, but like, <clears throat> let's not forget that Matt Hardy keeps teasing. Jeff's going to show up. Exactly. There's another one. Yeah. So they got Jeff Hardy coming back and hell, maybe that's his dream signing. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think about that, but that, yeah. that could be, that seemed like such a lock though. Right. I mean, I, I okay, Jeff Hardy's, I mean, as long as he's healthy and, and he's okay. And, you know, going back to Bray Wyatt, you know, I, to forget about what I was just talking about, but going back to Bray Wyatt, like he is a very specific type of character. Right. Right. Always has been, probably always will be. I mean, he can be just a regular, you know, he can do what his dad did and go from IRS to being, being in the varsity club, you know, whatever the hell. But like, I feel like he fits that specific dark side character. They've already got that with Aleister Black. You know what I mean? And Aleister Black isn't really featured very heavily. Like, I mean, I, maybe he is. I mean, I feel like I haven't seen him in about a month since he did that thing with the, uh, um, varsity blondes but like i what like do you have two guys that are basically the same guy i mean that's that's a good point right i mean You're right they also had at one point they had the undertaker and then they had the brood so right those are different but the same right and so that's i mean the same genre but obviously one's going to be featured more than the other obviously the undertaker is going to be way bigger than gangrel of course. So is bray wyatt just going to come in just completely overshadow alistair black and alistair black is going to be mid-card Possibly, yeah. That sucks. It sure does, you know, but that's, I think, sometimes part of the... I mean, that's the game, right? Right, I mean, it is. And But who's to say they don't team up or something? Or become a faction, you know, a dark side faction. It's one of those things I feel like sometimes with, with how WWE has always been, have you ever noticed that we always kind of tend to, I don't want to say fantasy book, but think maybe that, well, this is how WWE would do it. That's the one thing AEW does have to their benefit is they don't have to be like WWE. Well, and, and I don't think they should be. And I I have a lot of knocks on AEW because I'm so jaded to what WWE does and what they right. have done. But every company up until this point, even TNA, like I I liked TNA when it was like Spike TV era. Like yeah. It was good, but then it became WWE light, and I'm like, yes. oh, this kind of sucks, you yeah. know. Like, but it was good there for a couple of years. And I the thing the thing about AEW is like there's a lot that isn't for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I 
love the fact that like when they have a good match, it is an amazing match. Like Daniel Bryan versus Adam Page. My God. That was amazing. I haven't watched their, or I don't even know if they've had it yet, their, their rematch. They did, like the hour-long match yeah, or something? Yeah, I haven't, which the, the first one was an hour long, too. Uh, but this one's like with judges. Did they have that match? I, I, mean, I don't know, honestly. That I'm sure that was just as good. I think like, they did because I think Danielson lost. Okay. I think so. Okay. but Which, I mean, I, I expected that. You know what I mean? I No way Adam Page is losing the title already. Um, but <clears throat> I... I love the fact that when they have a good match, it's fantastic. But there's just so much that's just not for me. I, I'm not a big fan of the hardcore shit. You know what I mean? Because, like, it's not fun like it used to be. It's, like, kind of dangerous. Fire and shit. Yeah, I'm not I'm not into that. Give me Crash Holly 24-7 rule. Yes, give me that. Like That's when, fun. Like when he wrestled the headbangers in, like, the playground, the indoor playground. Right. I, I want to see cardboard boxes thrown at each other. You know what I mean? Just stupid shit. Golf carts. And- right. I want to see stupid shit. Like, I don't I don't need to see people getting third-degree burns or getting cut open, sent to the hospital. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. And I know that's been a part of wrestling since forever, but, like, no, I, I just don't what, need I that. I get what you're saying, though. To me, like, the hardcore 99 hardcore division. Yes. That was fun. Yes. Because, like, literally anything could happen. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, so and there tables, was, chairs. And- there was blood back then, but it wasn't, like... I didn't feel like it was, and maybe it was because WWE is such a way more controlled environment. Maybe, and maybe that's what it is. But like, I just, I feel like things are just a little bit like scary is not the right word, but just like, I don't even think unsafe is the right word either, but just like something, something about it. I'm just like, I I cringe a little bit when I see it. Like, I just don't like it. I think sometimes part of what they're doing is they're trying to set Twitter on fire. Yeah. No pun intended. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like if they do something wild, it'll be all over Twitter yeah. type of thing. And, and it's smart. And I get why they're doing it because, you know, WWE does. It's kind of the same thing. Like, oh, my God, Shane McMahon came back. Yeah. I need to I need to rewatch that clip. You know, it's just little things that that happen um, that you have to oh, I have to go see what happened here. Yeah. Like if The Rock returned, you know. Yep. Everyone's going to watch that because they want to. They want to see it. So, right. I get that. I also feel like we're moving past needing cable television. Oh yeah. And if they were able to somehow get some deal struck up with a with a streaming service, I think this would that would be a huge game changer for them. Yeah, the fact that they have AW Plus, uh, but it's only available outside of the United States, just is like it's garbage. Yeah, if you guys too, you yeah, know what I mean? Because it, I, I don't know uh, the. Uh, I checked Hulu. Just because Dynamite's on TBS, you still can't watch it on Hulu. You know what I mean? Like, you still got to freaking go to the, now it's the TBS app you got to go to. And it's like, ugh, it's dumb. Probably the same as like the TNT app. Yeah, just clunky and just garbage. Yeah. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's not a good idea. So if, if they could somehow get that going, I think it would ultimately be better for the fans. Yeah. Ultimately, but we'll, we'll see. Um Ray Phoenix made some news, man. That was uh, he dislocated his elbow. We found out it didn't break it. Yeah, that was one of the cringiest injuries I've seen. I, in my opinion, that was cringier than Sid. It was up there. It was up there. And I, I was, I was with you until literally like two seconds ago when I remember that Sid's leg snapped in a place where like there isn't a joint. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was gross too. Yeah, trust and, me. And, and and the fact you could hear it. Yeah, and Ray's like, and then when he lifts his leg up and his foot's dangling. Yeah, like, yeah. Ray's. I mean, it just like it, it it snapped, but it was like in the joint. Let's see, you could it it just like under the fact that he like 
lift it up to move it back in place. I was like, Bleh. yeah, yeah. Uh, people were some people online were blaming Luchasaurus being unsafe. I, we're what? Are you telling me Luchasaurus didn't like grab his arm to protect his arm on the way down? <laughs> It's a freak accident. How, how can you not look at that as just a freak accident? Yeah. You know, like you could say, oh, he put his arm down. I mean, it's a table spot. Like yeah. it is what it is. Like it has nothing to do well, with. Sid's broken leg is Scott Steiner's fault. Right. I mean, yeah. or that rope was too tall. Like, right. you know, I mean, come on. Accidents <laughs> happen in wrestling. That's what, that's what bothers me. I think about some people, um, not to name any names, but I'll, I see them online where they're like, they're anti AEW. Yeah. So something happens. It's like, this is why this happened because this company sucks. Yeah. It's a freak accident. Yep. Like it, it's not, that's not anybody's fault. I mean, I I'm, I'm of the mindset they take too many risks. Sure. But that's something that just happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's nobody's fault. It just happened. I mean, I, I go back. I love to use the analogy of uh, you breaking John Webb's nose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like nobody's fault. Just something that happened. Just something that happened. And yeah. it wasn't like I, it, I, I tend to look at everything in the in what I'm doing and be like, what's the what's the possibilities here that this could go south? Right. That's not a factor I thought of. No. My boot bouncing off the mat and smashing his face because the ring was bouncier than I was used to. Yeah. I mean, you know how many times Aaron Anders wanted me to power bomb him from the ring to the floor? Yeah. And I'm like, no. And he's like, Oh, I think it'll be great. And I'm like, I'm not if that goes south, I'm not comfortable being the guy that lets you go. Right. Because A, if if he's coming down in front of me, I I I I would cradle their body. Sure. We'd land at the same time. So I, I had a lot more control of the bump outward. I'm like, I don't know if you'll tilt f- forward and you go down hit first. Right. And I just don't, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. And then we thought, he's like, well, we could have guys catch me. And I'm like, I don't trust anyone here to catch you. Right. You know, not, and not where you're like, you can't see. It's like, you're, you're taking a back bump 10 feet to the concrete. Right. I, so I just wouldn't do it because I'm like, it's not worth it's not worth that. Yeah. I mean, would it be a spectacular bump? Absolutely. From a fan's perspective, that would be badass. If it goes well. But yeah. I, to me, I, I look at them like this, this. It's not It's not offense to any audience members. It's not. This isn't the right spot. No. If we were on something bigger, maybe. But this yeah. is not the right spot for that. So, I, no, I'm not going to do it. Right. And, that, and that's how I look at it. But, yeah. again, one thing, one of the things that was described to me early on in wrestling is like you're you're – your body is your toolbox and you're a carpenter. Mm-hmm. If you don't have any tools, you can't build, thus you can't work. Yeah. If you can't work, you're not making money. And so there's a, there's an approach to being too safe, sure, but you know, there's also too many risks. And and like you said, we are seeing that a little bit. Yeah. And that's one of those things like you look at Mick Foley and the Hell in the Cell. Looking back on it now, it's like that was totally an unnecessary thing to do. Yeah, wa- watching that match in a different lens now, it's like he that that should have never happened. Like as, as infamous as that match is, that match will be remembered through wrestling history from forever. But like he should have never done those bumps, right? Ever like as, especially after that first one, like they should have called it. Yeah, you know, and the fact that he kept going and did another gigantic bump, right? Like no, that none of that should have happened. Definitely not. And that's the thing is like we're in a different time in our industry where there's more like internet and stuff. Because in ninety eight there really wasn't. I mean if there was, I didn't have internet then. So it was, I had keyword searches on AOL. Right. It was it was a different it was a different time. But at, yeah, that was just like one of those crazy moments. Like, did that really happen? You know? Yeah. But anyway, we got a little bit of movie talk here as well. Why don't you say we dive into it? Let's do it.
This is Breakup and Bane up at the movies, yeah. This is Breakup and Bane up at the movies, yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? I'll tell you what we got now, Big Underscore Bane. Rumor has it. CW Network is up for sale. Okay. You got to buy it? It depends on how, how cheap it is. $15. You know? $15. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I'll, I don't I'll know. I'll buy for $15. I, I, apparently, it's not super profitable right now. Yeah. Um, is that just because it's te- it's regular network television? I don't know. I, 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 I mean, mean, they have a lot of shows that are good. So Yeah, but they also have a lot of stinkers. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and I even think of... You know, a lot of the DC stuff that's gone downhill majorly. Um, I would probably reset all of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I know there's, they still have some, maybe they don't. I I feel like they still have some, you know, uh, vampire type shows. You know what I mean? I don't, I I think they have a new vampire diaries show. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's the same thing, but like hell it's it's a, it's a spinoff, right? Like hell the, freaking originals might still be there you know what i mean that mm-hmm. was a spinoff of the vampire diaries yeah. um <clears throat> but there's there's a lot of shows and, and that was that's always been cw's problem for me like even back before it was cw it it's the teen drama network right i mean that's that it's, and, it's very focused on that and they hold they hold on to their shows way too long like i feel like supernatural went on way too long 15 years oh yeah, yeah way too long. way too long um i mean they fought the devil in season five right so, like where do you go from the devil right charmed i feel like lasted too long uh, buffy the vampire slayer lasted way too long i mean all those shows lasted way longer than they need to be and so I think that's a big part of their problem. Is is, it, well, I think Arrow, like we, it lost viewership over yes. the years because it went. It, it's went like on it's too not, long. It's not new or fresh anymore, right? And and the thing, the thing about TV shows, the longer you go, the more you got to pay people mm-hmm. because now they're stars, now they're established. Like it's kind of it's kind of the same scenario with wrestling. You know, the longer guys, more time the guys have there, the more you're gonna have to pay them because mm-hmm. they're gonna want to bump and pay. They're gonna want to raise. Worth, now they're worth more. Yeah, and so it's. It's one of those things where, like, maybe you don't have shows go on, but maybe like four or five seasons. Yeah, cut it off then. Bring a new show in. Well, I've heard the the creators of Cobra Kai plan for six seasons. Yeah, that's their plan. And so I'm like, okay, like, do I want the show to end? No, but if they have a definitive beginning and a definitive end, yeah, that's not a bad plan because then now people can go back and binge watch and re enjoy it. You know, well, and and also too, you think of um, the the movies themselves. First one was great. Second one, not too bad. Third one, meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need them to keep going. Right. Because then the story gets kind of... It's diluted. Watered down. Yeah, it just... But I mean, like, how many movies, like, in the third one, you're like, man, that's... I mean, maybe the Avengers, I guess, but, like... But the Avengers had a full-on story before they even started filming. Right. Most sequels don't. Most it's like, here's our story in the first one. Like, okay... Let's do this in the second one for a sequel. Like I feel like the Avengers was like a pre-thought-out story that lasted three to four movies. When they when they did the first Avengers movie, that felt like an ending initially to me. Mm-hmm. Then when Thanos turns around and smiles, it's like oh, this is just the beginning. Yeah, like this is like chapter one. Yeah, and then they ended up calling those first six movies Phase One. Yeah, and now they're in Phase Four, mm-hmm. and you know it's possible that we see uh, you know. Which I'll be honest, I'm not nearly as into him as I was. Sure, I think a lot. COVID put a halt on everybody's. Mm-hmm. I think overall enjoyment. 
I do like the fact that the, pretty much everything shows up on Disney Plus now. Like yeah. I, I saw that uh, I, I watched Shang Chi. I don't know if you saw that one yet. I haven't not. watched that one yet. It was okay. It was different. Uh, but Eternals is going to be on in like a week. Yeah, on Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm so, excited for that. Yeah. So I think that that that's a fun. I mean, Spider Man won't because it's not a Disney yeah. show. But I mean, I think it's cool that like you can watch everything. And I think Disney Plus. You know, I don't use that as much as I should, but I like how it's all laid out in like the Phase Four like chronological order. That's cool. So, so wait, Spider Man, the new one, isn't a Marvel MCU? It is, but movie? it's it's a Sony movie. Were the other two Sony movies? Yes. Were they really? But they're part of the MCU. That's why they're not on Disney Plus. How weird! I was unaware of that. Yeah, that's dumb. It's a. Uh, it was a move that they did, which I think it was a smart move. It was a way to basically they incorporated that the Tom Holland Spider Man into his first appearance was Captain America: Civil War. Yeah. And then they somehow struck a deal to get him to do his own movies, but they were a part of the MCU. Okay. Specifically. But at the time, Venom wasn't, although that looks like that's changing. I don't want to give too many spoilers away, yeah. but it looks like that's. Yeah. Cause it'll be a few months before I see Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like uh, they're kind of, from what I gather, Tom Holland was responsible for a lot of this. He kind of, okay. like, there's no reason why we can't merge these universes. And, right make make for fun stuff so i think that that's cool um i mean i mean like they haven't even dove into x-men or fantastic four yet i think that'll yeah. happen i think um you know daredevil would be cool if they got him over somehow and yep. did some stuff there so i think there could be something that happens but i also think with the spider-man movies i noticed in all of them there was a pretty prolific mcu character like iron man's in the first one mm -hmm. nick fury's in the second one yep now dr strange is in the third one yep that might have been part of the Sony deal. Like, okay, we'll do this, but we want one character to to show up in the movie. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah. So that might have been part of the deal they struck. But I, I mean, overall, I think it's uh, it's cool that they've got it all kind of merged like that. And I, from what I gather, 2022, they're going to have a lot more Marvel shows, which is fun. So, okay. Which is awesome. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, me too. I have not watched Hawkeye yet. I did finally finish Loki. Loki's so good. I was not my. I was not a fan. No, I had a really hard time getting through that one. I loved that show. I I don't even want to attempt Hawkeye. I just don't care about the Hawkeye character. I hear that's the best one so far. Really? Yeah. I just don't care about the character yeah. at all. Like, to me, it's just like Green Arrow light. I get it, and and I think that's why they chose the characters they chose for the shows. They weren't like they're doing a Doctor Strange TV show. Yeah. It was it was lesser known characters. And that and that actor is not exactly my favorite actor either. You know, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of his. Sure. Not that I don't like him. I just like kind of indifferent about the guy. Sure. So I just so I well, and I could see that. But I from what I gather, they have a couple pretty big surprises in that show. Okay. So, but you know, who knows how it's going to be? Uh, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. All right, big underscore Bane, uh, you have officially gotten your very first ever Wolf's Chop Shop newsletter, man. I sure did. What you think? I really loved it, man. I I, I like the uh, comic strips and things like that, dude. He puts a lot of work into that. He a lot really of effort. He really does. I I said all along. I mean, I don't think you're going to probably be buying figures um, or very many, but not a whole lot. If I if I have expendable dollars that'll be probably where it goes because there's some damn good figures in there but the newsletter just for the cost in my opinion is worth it yes it's it's awesome like he does a really good job like because when i when he first announced it, i thought it was going to be like a long piece of paper folded in half and it's like 
front, right. two middles, and the back. That's it. Yeah. But no, it was, it was. I mean, it's a full on little like mini magazine. It's, yeah, it's a little book. I, I dig it. I really do. And the um, he's got a couple of, like like artist tips in there. Like, yeah, I mean, he does a lot of cool stuff. So if you're not a if you're not a Wolf Chop Shop member, you really need to be because it's it's some it's some good shit. It's really fun. I know in the first one he kind of had some some tips that he kind of revealed of like this is how I do this, this is how I do that, which is kind of like oh wow, I would have never. I'm not going to attempt that because, I mean, I have no business trying that. But <laughs> right. it's kind of cool that he throws his little tips and tricks in there. Yeah. And um, and some of his ideas. And he had some. Uh, he does a monthly figure, if people don't know. Uh, the month of December was Bad News Brown, which was a fun yep. addition to the to the roster. January hasn't been officially revealed yet, but uh, he kind of put some clues in there. So you could kind of look over what, what you thought the clues might have been. So oh, yeah. Some cool stuff. Then, of course, on his back catalog, he offers some previous release figures mm-hmm. and some never before release figures, which is really cool. So, yeah, some some cool additions to the Hasbro roster. That's for sure. Yeah, some some great stuff. So, if you're not a member of Wolf's Chop Shop, you are definitely missing out. If you're a fan of the uh, the custom figure stuff, absolutely. Um, man, I don't think we have a whole lot else. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Uh. Yeah, the only thing I want to say is, you know, hope everybody had a happy New Year's, you know. Definitely. Hope it was all Definitely. happy, safe. Um, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, we can chat up a minute when we're going through the uh, fully posable plugs and stuff like that. For sure. DTF. DTF. Yeah. I'm just I'm just reading the plugs right now for you. Uh, good go. Good job. Yeah. I assume we'll continue. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'll just chime in when I need to. Yeah, chime in when you need to. So, of course, uh, we always give a shout out to our podcasting buddies. Uh, we start the show with uh, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott over there. We love those guys. Uh, they're doing several years now. I mean, since like, what, 2016, I think? Yeah, so. just about a year or two after we started. Absolutely. They're they're still going strong. One of my one of my favorite go-tos. Love those guys. So check them out every Sunday. And Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. I, and I actually do want to give a, a, a shout-out for them because they, they eased my headache. Uh, because I can't tell you how many times... I get texts, calls, and emails from freaking Bill Benis just angry and pissed off that Jeff or Scott never mentioned his show on 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 Fully Posable. Just constantly just aggravated to death about it. And so I want to give should, a, Why doesn't he email them? Uh, because apparently I'm the middleman for everything. Apparently so. And so uh, I just want to give a big shout out to Jeff and Scott for uh, uh, finally... Uh, getting the 2000 pound gorilla known as Bill Benis off my back and giving him a plug on, on fully posable this past week. I really do appreciate it guys. Now he can just shut the hell up. Uh, Bill, he's not going to do that. He's not going to shut up. I'm sure we haven't heard the last of Bill Benis. Of course, uh, doing the favor with Eric and Barry is another go-to. We both love that show. Absolutely. Um, great dudes over there. Um, Big fan of doing the favor. Loving uh, their watch alongs that they're doing right now. Very fun stuff. I don't actually watch along, but it's fun to hear people watch. Yeah, that makes sense. That's because I'm usually driving when right. I when I listen to these. So like I, I really dig it hearing them talk about stuff. And I, I kind of have all of this uh no, not this recent. The recent one was a Royal Rumble. The one they did before that was like um was it Flair versus one of the Von Erics in a cage. Oh nice. I guess it was the match that uh kicked off um the uh von eric freebird feud oh that's when they smashed his head yeah, yeah. so it is it uh pretty fun hearing him talk about that because i've never seen that match but from what they were saying it's like a really good match so awesome uh the positively pro wrestling podcast with steven erickson another go-to i love those guys absolutely um, a nice retro look at pro wrestling the ringside rant with rj's another fun show the leisure and lariat's podcast with our buddy ruthless ryan davidson 
Uh, Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker is another fun show. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. Yeah, this week, though, uh, and and I want to, you know, wish speedy recovery to uh, Caitlin. Caitlin came down with the with the vid. Yeah. And um, I know I, I, I messaged Drew earlier this morning, and, you know, he said that she's feeling better. So hopefully, hopefully she keeps getting better and they get back Definitely. to normal. And hopefully those, you know, um, babies in her belly were unaffected by that covid uh because i know that can be kind of a dangerous thing so i am i don't know the specifics of that but yeah i'm sure it could be yeah so hopefully they are protected from it all um and and hopefully next week we get a fantastic episode because i want to hear them talk more about fart jars (laughs) you know apparently there is more to that story apparently so i guess uh some girl was making tons of money on that Uh, i don't know that's nasty more power to her you know i mean because the thing is is like men are disgusting you know what I mean? Like I, I know you and I wouldn't buy a fart jar, but apparently there's a market for it, you know? Oh yeah. And so it's like, do, do it, you know, make your money, girl. If I, I could I, sell fart jars, I would. I'm a guy I uploaded this on Twitter a few years ago, but he was buying audio of Tessa Blanchard pooping. Gross. And like her talking about her pooping Gross. experience. And, and so he uploaded it, I guess, to kind of get back at her. And I'm like, I don't know who you're getting back at, but that, you're the one that bought it, bud. Yeah, that's just nasty all around. She made some money. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to begin there, but that's I, I just I, I don't get, you know, I know I, I I'm not here to kink shame, but in that scenario, yeah, I'm gonna kink shame you, nasty some bitch. Yeah, leave, leave leave the poop in the pooper. Yeah, yeah, that's gross. Pretty nasty. Um, of course, break my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his pals over there. Check them out as well. Uh, the Trivia with Buds podcast with our buddy Ryan Buds. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. Another great dude. Absolutely. Uh, Howling with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. And, of yep. course, his chop shop, like we mentioned earlier. Um, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with our buddy Richard and his friend Matt talking horror horror films. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Aaron Anders' new show, Catching Up with Aaron and Daniel. And that's pretty much it as far as the podcasts go, man. Besides our own stuff, of course. Yeah. Um, breaker or not the, good guy. breaker mains power hour. Yeah. It's the show, right. the show you're listening to right now. It's you, all right. You know, it's fake, right? Every Monday, um, which I got Eric Redbeard showing up this week. Amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be fun. Hey, Catch can I just, now. can I give you props? I hate doing it, but I'm going to give you props for just a second. Appreciate that. Yeah. For like, I'm going to, let me just start off by saying you suck and Thanks. I hate you, but I don't think that's how props work, <laughs> <laughs> but this past episode that you did with Dobro was awesome. Oh, thank like, you. Uh, that, that was a, that was a really good episode. I really dug it, man. Hearing Dobro talk about some stuff. I, I don't get to hear Dobro talk enough and it was fun. So well, I, I appreciate you having him on. Yeah. He was a guy I wanted to have on, but it's, it's kind of one of those things where you see him a lot on Twitter, but I haven't really heard him right much. And so, but it was a great conversation. It really he's, was. He's just a, as genuine as they be, as they come. Great yeah. dude. So yeah, we had a we had a good time. A lot of people really enjoyed that. So yeah. I appreciate you saying it's that. Good, good shit. And a no holds barred with Bill Benis. I'm sure is coming back rel- relatively soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten the call yet, but you know, I'm sure. I'm. I'm I, I, it's going to be coming. I mean, unfortunately, I lost that match. So yes, you did. I I have to have to show up. And then of course the TB Toy Cast, me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. Yep. All of Bane's music you can find over at Spotify or Apple. Yep. Wherever you get your tunes at. Patreon.com forward slash BBPH for now. Yes. <laughs> um, 
uh, or I'm sorry, Outsiders Beard Co. If you got a beard, get you some beard balm, some great stuff, some candles. I don't know, are candles still available? Candles are still, candles are uh, actually just, I have, I have a little bit of news. I just put a new candle uh, up for sale uh, called Cinnamon Roll, um, Ooh, which it, it's in the name. You know, it smells like a, it smells fantastic, dude. Um, and then, I'd be afraid I'd eat it. And then, yeah, don't, don't eat it. Um, but it's, I, I've got that. I've got um, a couple more that I'm working on. There's a, um, I can't even remember what it is, but it smells fantastic. And I, then I got this other scent called Dragon's Blood. That's kind of sounds a little bit more intimidating than what it is. It actually just kind of smells like clean linen. So I yeah. think that's pretty much what it's going to be. Uh, but then I, I got this season's kind of been weird as far as the beard balm stuff goes, because I finally sold. I actually sold out of stuff that uh, it's never happened to me before. So I pretty much for like the past week or two have only had the original balm on there. Oh, wow. Um, so if you've saw, seen the site and realized that was all that's on there, there's a reason why it's because I've been selling out of stuff, but um, I have a uh, gentleman's Tomahawk came back for the winter. Nice. It's available again. That's uh, one of the classic scents that I've had since two, 2015, 2016. And then um, I've got two new scents coming for the winter time. One is going to be one that I've been asked to put on there for a while called tobacco vanilla. Oh yeah. Um, that is, it's a fantastic smell. Obviously, you know, smoking smells bad but like fresh tobacco smells amazing smells amazing so oh i agree with that um, completely and so that's that's going to be a new winter scent and then i also have one that's um a woodsy scent with a very interesting name and that is uh i'm kind of doing a little homage to uh to my uh, dog that passed away last year yokozuna it's it's going to be called yoko's howl Nice. So it is going to be a a um a woodsy scent it's got, it's got pine and um it's uh, got a little bit of cinnamon apple in it, and then it also has um, hint of vanilla. And then I'm actually blanking on the last thing that I put in there, <laughs> but it's it smells really. Oh, it's um it's it's something called night air. Oh, nice. And uh, so it's just it's very very good. It's a nice woodsy scent. So if you're into woodsy scents, I think you really dig this. Um, it that should be available in the next week or two. So keep keep an eye on the website. Definitely. All of our t-shirts can be picked up at uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, watermaneuver.net, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, TV Toycast, Bane, doing the favor, fully posable, you get the picture. Dude, and shout out to, shout out to Watermaneuver. They are killing it right now. They're have doing been, great business. Seeing their, seeing their Twitter feed? Yeah. My God. Yeah. I'm better than getting your card compromised, yeah, right? They are killing it. Yeah, great stuff. So, And then one more thing I want to bring up. I don't know if you've seen this guy yet, but... Uh, we got a Ragnar man here. Yeah, you do. What do you think about that, That's, man? That looks badass. So yeah, this uh, kind of a little project me and Travis were were working on. We uh, both wanted an Ragnar man figure. Jason Wolf was like, I don't know, I'm not. This seems like not something I'm into at the moment. So we're like, okay. Yeah. Travis found a sculptor to make it, so he kind of hit me up. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm not sure if that's a good idea. Long story long, he ended up doing it anyway, and. This is the proof. This thing is awesome. So yeah, it looks great. So if you guys want a um, an Arachna man, we can sell you the printed resin. How about yeah, that, buddy? <laughs> and we can we can make it happen. Uh, Jason Wolf did paint this one, so uh, he did a great job. I, I will tell you, if you get it and you decide you want to paint it yourself, it'll probably be a pretty time consuming job, but it's a it's an amazing piece. So absolutely, if you're into the custom Hasbro's, it might be something you're into. But that's all I got this week. It's great to be back here to drop another episode of breaker remains power hour and we'll be back again next week of course so thank you guys for checking out the show i'm brian breaker i'm bane we will see you guys in seven days peace easy yeah 
One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.